Ants, social insects and often overlooked creatures. An ant appears like a barely visible dot on our fingers. They exist as over 10,000 different species. Ant infestation in homes can be damaging, but their absence in the world will bring hunger and chaos. Although underrated, as ants make the world thrive, so do micronutrients cause our bodies and hair to bloom. Hello listeners, I'm Ganiat, project manager by day, natural hair obsessed always. Thanks for tuning in to Unraveling the Knots, where I like to shed more light and help you shed less hairs. Today, I'm discussing the importance of micronutrients, specifically iron or ferritin, and its importance in hair growth. Hair growth is regulated by factors like hormones, age, and our diet. I can't stress enough the importance of diet on hair health. The foods we eat impact our health and the quality of hair growing from our scalps. I think this is a good time to make a disclaimer. I am not a dermatologist or trichologist or physician. The information I'm sharing in this episode is based on my personal experience and my Google research addiction. Coming back to today's banter. Unfortunately, there was a time when I thought of hair as an accessory. I felt that hair didn't serve much purpose other than to beautify. I remember discussing tips for improving my hair health with a consultant a few years ago. She shared a few things about hair that really shook me. From this interaction, I learned that our hair can help inform medical practitioners about our health. Hair serves as a diagnostic tool. Yes, let me repeat that. Hair serves as a diagnostic tool for some genetic disorders. Thinking about what makes up hair, our hair is made of protein components called keratin. The common gist or recommendation when it comes to hair is eat protein. I've heard that so many times. Protein is what you'd call a macronutrient. Macronutrients are foods we need to consume in large amounts. So it's not surprising that we see protein intake being hyped for not just weight loss, but also for hair growth. But protein alone doesn't do it for hair growth. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to downplay its importance in hair health. There are just so many other dietary molecules that don't get enough kudos for their diligent work in the development of our hair. When it comes to hair growth, I believe the unsung heroes are the micronutrients. What are micronutrients? Micronutrients are essential dietary molecules, which are usually minerals or vitamins that are important for physiological functions of our bodies. Don't let the micro in micronutrients make you underestimate their significance. Although they are needed in small amounts, micronutrient deficiency can lead to life-threatening conditions in the body. We usually get micronutrients from what we consume, but factors like the type of diets we eat, our age, health, and lifestyle can impact our ability 
to get the amount of micronutrients required for maintaining our health and growing longer and stronger hair. There are various vitamins and minerals important for hair health. The minerals include zinc and iron. And then in terms of the vitamins, you've heard of these probably. Vitamin D, vitamin Bs. Yes, there are a whole bunch of Bs. (laughs) You also have vitamin A, vitamin E, and vitamin K. But as I mentioned earlier, I'll be focusing on iron today. Don't worry. I'll dedicate future episodes to discuss other micronutrients. Iron is one of the most researched micronutrients when it comes to hair health. How does iron impact hair growth? I'm going to do my best to give a concise explanation. Iron is what I'd call a precursor in the hair development process. So iron supports the production of hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a protein found in our red blood cells. Why is hemoglobin important? Hemoglobin carries oxygen to our cells. We've definitely all heard about oxygen. I mean, we can't live without it. Oxygen is not only important for breathing, it is vital in growth and repair of cells, including the cells or tissues involved in hair growth. Iron is also important for healthy skin. In the case of hair, hemoglobin carries oxygen to the hair follicles to support the hair growth process. So, to quickly summarize, normal iron levels leads to normal levels of hemoglobin. Normal levels of hemoglobin result in hair growth or improved hair health, and vice versa. You get the gist. Now, speaking of hair problems, like hair loss and brittleness, these are not only caused by genetic factors. Iron deficiency is one of the most common causes of hair issues. Although there are some genetic conditions that can result in iron deficiency, regular bodily functions like menstruation in women can also put us at risk to becoming deficient in iron. Diet is another factor that usually results in iron deficiency. With respect to diet, people on vegan or vegetarian diets could be at risk of becoming deficient in iron. If you're on a vegan diet, don't worry, I will talk about this in detail later. Now, what are the impacts of iron deficiency on hair? Before answering this question, I'll briefly share my experience. I remember when I wasn't fixated on living healthier, I literally ate anything. And whenever I take out my hair, I'd usually see a lot of hair strands on the floor. I already knew around this time that shedding was a normal process for hair growth. But I felt that the amount of hair I was losing was way too much. On average, we lose 100 to 200 strands of hair daily. When I'd have my annual health check, my doctor required that I did blood work, but she never checked my iron levels. Although I didn't know it at that time, I had low iron levels and I was experiencing normal symptoms of 
iron deficiency. And these symptoms include excessive shedding. When we go through excessive shedding, eventually it usually leads to hair loss. Another symptom of iron deficiency is having weaker hair strands. So on a microscopic level, iron deficiency reduces hair growth by causing premature entry of our hair follicles to the resting phase of the hair growth cycle. There are three phases of the hair growth cycle. You have anagen, catagen, and telogen. I'm not going to go into too much detail about these different phases of the hair growth cycle. So anagen is the phase where strands grow and it typically lasts anywhere from two to six years. Then the catagen phase is when hair actually stops growing. Next is the telogen phase, which is known as the resting phase. And around that time, you also have the formation of a new hair strand, which helps push out the hair strand that stopped growing. And this is what we refer to as shedding. So I mentioned earlier that micronutrients are important for physiological functions. If iron is important for physiological functions, why is it that hair loss or hair issues are more apparent compared to other physiological conditions? Well, our dear body is magnificently designed. Our body has the ability to identify and prioritize the vital organs. Since hair is not considered as essential to living, oxygen will be supplied to cells or vital organs before it is distributed to the hair follicles. In trying to understand the problems related to not consuming enough iron, I'd also like to highlight the other extreme. So what are the impacts of consuming too much iron? Based on my research, when you consume too much iron, you are at risk of experiencing iron poisoning. I couldn't really find anything about the effect of consuming too much iron on hair. The benefits of iron on our bodily function and hair can't be ignored. There is so many research to support the evidence of iron importance. And in my own experience, I have taken measures to increase the amount of iron that I was consuming. When I was considering increasing my iron intake, I did a lot of research and I did find a good amount of women, particularly black women, not just black women, but I, I believe in research that I did, I noticed that there were a lot of black women that were experiencing hair loss and it was usually due to iron deficiency. The good news is iron deficiency related hair loss is reversible. So what are the ways you can increase your iron intake? Before I share more, if anyone is considering upgrading their iron intake, I believe it's important to determine what your current iron levels are. And you can do this by taking a blood test. If your iron levels are normal and you're experiencing hair loss, please see your dermatologist or trichologist. It is not safe to accumulate a lot of iron in your body. For recommended daily iron consumption, according to the NIH, women 
between ages 19 to 50 should consume 80 milligrams of iron a day, while men of this age group should consume 8 milligrams of iron a day. For people older than 51, they also recommend consuming 8 milligrams of iron per day. The best way to consume iron is to include it in your diet. What are some foods that contain high levels of iron? We have meats. So red meats, lamb are great sources of iron. Seafood also is a great source of iron, including sardines, tuna, mackerel, or ejatitos, as we Yoruba people call it, salmon. Plant produce are also great sources of iron, including leafy green vegetables, pumpkin seeds, beans, and so on. I mentioned earlier that people on a vegan or vegetarian diet are at risk of becoming iron deficient. But I've also shared the vegetarian food options, right? Like your leafy greens, pumpkin seeds, and beans are a great source of iron. Well, there is a catch. Not all ions are equal. <laughs> you have the heme ion and then the non-heme ion. So your heme ion is found in animal sources and they're easily absorbed by the body. While non-heme ion isn't easily absorbed in the body. How then can we improve iron absorption? For people on vegan or vegetarian diets, it is absolutely possible to get the amount of iron you need to support your body functions and help grow strong hair. One way to meet the iron requirements if you're on a vegan or vegetarian diet is to consume more plant-based foods. Another way to help improve iron absorption is to eat foods high in vitamin C. And these include foods like tomatoes and berries. If you're not big on eating healthy, don't worry. There is another way to upgrade your iron levels. You can use iron supplements. Similarly to consuming foods with iron, a great way to help ensure that you can absorb the iron from the supplements is to use a supplement that is combined with vitamin C. So my final thoughts on iron. Minute things are mighty in hair growth. Don't take them for granted. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unraveling the Knots. Email me your questions about Afro texture hair using the email address utkinhair at gmail.com. Please be sure to rate my show on wherever you get your podcast and share this episode with someone who will benefit from it. Talk to you next time.